0: Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now, with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, man. In the uh, greater Toronto area, we got a lot of snow last night, and today I'd like to welcome Carla Richards of the Mennonite Central Committee for Ontario. And what I didn't know until a few minutes ago is that it's worldwide, the organization. So let's start, Carla, with where did you go to school?
1: I'm a graduate of Conestoga College and their business um, program. And yeah, it's many, many years ago.
0: <laughs> okay, so after that, or during while we're going to college, where did you go to work?
1: <clears throat> uh, early in my career, I started off um, in the high-tech sector, trying to figure out where I fit in, and I did a a year and a half with a very small group of people called Communitech, which, of course, we all know has become a massive <laughs> influencer in the high-tech area. Um, I worked for two other startup firms and... Um, yeah, that was my introduction to business. During that time, uh, the company that I was with was acquired, and there was a number of layoffs as they restructured, and uh, after a couple rounds of layoffs, I was one of those people, and that that experience had me with a lot of energy and a lot of time, and I ended up volunteering for the charity I work for today, which is MCC. Wow.
0: Okay, so you started as a volunteer, and then what happened? Mm -hmm.
1: There was a job posting in the social enterprise, uh, world, and, um, it was working with thrift stores, which I had no knowledge or experience, um, with, and the position was working with all the stores across the province to, um, renovate, relocate, you know, work to, um, increase the profitability of of some of these businesses, um, a hundred percent of the proceeds goes to the charity. So it was, um, a growing stream of revenue for MCC. And I thought, what the heck I'll apply and ended up, um, getting hired on staff. And that was way back in 2001. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so what was supposed to be, um, at the time they were three-year contracts that MCC, um, Uh, started for staff and I took on this three-year contract which as a young adult seemed like a long time and seven yeah nearly 20 years later I had a brief um period away from MCC while I had my son so yeah close to 20 years with the charity it's hard to believe that's
0: amazing (laughs) so for those that don't know what is a thrift store
1: Yeah, so we have very generous donation donors in all of our communities across Ontario who share items they no longer need in good condition with us. And we operate retail stores uh, to sell the items. And the bulk of the folks that work at our store are volunteers that we just couldn't be in business without, who help to sort and price and display and run cash registers and receive donations and donations. It's quite an operation, but um, as I said, without our donors and our volunteers, just it wouldn't be possible for MCC. It's now grown to become one of the major funding sources of the charity, along with um, personal donations. So yeah, it's vital for the success of our our charity to continue the important work they do all around the world.
0: So how many full and part-time employees do you have?
1: Hmm, that is a good question. Across the province, we would be, um, I would say, close to eighty at this point. Um, as a combination, as you said, part time and full time, uh, our volunteers are many, many hundreds. Um, but out of our our ten stores that we have across the province, we've got ones that are owned and operated by MCC and others that are what we call associate shops that um, connect with us and raise funds for us, but they are um, governed by their own board of directors. And together we've been raising over $10 million in this last fiscal year. It's just incredible. Wow,
0: that is amazing. Mm -hmm. So having said that, what about partnerships? How important are partnerships?
1: (coughs) They're vital to our success. I mean... We can't do everything. We can't be every everything to everyone. Um, so we have partnered with so many people and so many organizations um, in such a variety of different ways. So whether it's we get a surplus of donations that we simply couldn't possibly sell, um, that we would partner with shelters and other organizations that need items that we can share uh, what we have. Um, we've partnered with various organizations, both government funded and publicly funded, for volunteers and special programs. So whether it be John Howard Society for folks that are requiring court-ordered community service, we have a number of connections with um, organizations that support folks with with a variety of abilities and they need a place to come to work and uh, connect into the community. We work with our public school systems, having high school students do co-op programs or, or Um, we have a part of the curriculum for grade fives to come and understand how they impact the the global world, how they can, and, um, how consumerism and the things that they take in every day (laughs) impact the bigger picture. And just, yeah, so public school, high schools, um, college and universities, we've got university students that come together and do service projects with us. Um, it's really, really vast to the different partners that we, that we support, and uh, provide items to. We provide gift cards for, for charities that are working with folks that need things. So whether they're newcomers or unsheltered folks needing clothing or supplies, um, yeah, we've got a, I can't even count the number of partnerships that we would have developed in Ontario.
0: So in the uh, mm-hmm. Toronto area, how many stores do you have?
1: From <coughs> to Stouffville, we have 10. Okay, is there
0: mm-hmm. one in Markham?
1: Yes. <laughs> Markham Stouffville. <laughs>
0: um, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. We're very happy. Our Karen Share sure Shop there is uh, is very successful, and I encourage any of the listeners who are in the Stowville area to go drop by and see us.
0: <laughs> okay, so what do your staff do?
1: Well, our staff have very very full jobs. Um, In addition to basically running an operation that, um, manages stuff, if we can (laughs) call it that broadly, um, you know, the intake of donations, the processing of goods, as I mentioned, the sorting and pricing and all those kinds of things, all of our stores, um, have, you know, volunteers over the hundred mark for sure, depending on the size of the operation. So coordinating schedules with volunteers and providing... All kinds of information and communication with those volunteers, whether it be about the operations of the store or um, the broader MCC work, so that folks tie in together. Uh, the time that they spend with us volunteering to the impact that they're making. Um, every minute that people spend with us does have a diff- has an impact um, somewhere within the work that we do. So, our volu- our, our managers are, and assistant managers, part time folks. Um, they're running in all kinds of directions. It's not just simply operating a retail store. It's, it's far more complex than that.
0: So having said that, how do you recruit those managers?
1: Recruiting our managers is, um, is a challenge because it is, it is not a job that I can tell someone every day. It will be the same. It is very unpredictable, um, We do have a certain amount of clientele that come to our stores because they find kindness and friendship and community. And um, oftentimes people come just to to have a friendly face and somebody recognize and acknowledge them. Um, It's hard work, it's physical work, it's joyful work. um, But very few people come to us knowing how complicated um, the world of thrift can be and what's all involved with the job. So yeah, it's challenging.
0: So Carla, you don't pick up, people have to bring it to the store. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Some of our locations will do furniture pickups, but very few. Um, Yes. By and large donors bring items to the stores.
0: Right. Okay. So how do you recognize your volunteers?
1: Yes, we have, um, a volunteer coordinator in a in a position not full-time at each store um but their role is is to make our volunteers feel so very appreciated and um you know work on the communication portion and uh, we have volunteer appreciation events throughout the year so it could be something as simple as um, having an ice cream truck show up someday and, and we pay for everyone to have a treat or, um, you know, a sit down dinner where we can, um, you know, feed them and provide some information about the work of the charity and some, some entertainment. Um, we've had potlucks just to have folks come together and spend time together. And, um, we try and do little things throughout the year as often as possible. Um, often it it always amazes me how our volunteers, um, we try to thank them and then their response is, don't thank me, use the money that you (laughs) used to thank me to help someone else. And it's always, um, it's always a challenge with that balance, but, uh, yeah, the biggest thing for me is always, um, our staff on the ground, just making the personal connection every time they come in and thanking them every time they leave to ensure that they know that the time he's spend with us is, is really valued to us.
0: So, Carla, not a specific number, but across Canada, do you have an idea how many stores there are?
1: Stores across Canada? Just I do not.
0: Approximately.
1: <laughs> We're in, uh, in BC, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Ontario, uh, eastern provinces. We don't have um, many stores, so certainly in the hundreds of stores for sure
0: okay so in ontario Mm -hmm. you have 10 stores Mm -hmm. three years from today how many stores would you like to have
1: Mm. yes new ventures are something that um we've certainly been looking at in a variety of different ways to um you know grow where we're going include new people um you know get to different parts of of the province um yeah i in a three-year period to expand the stores that we have um that's not as much on the radar as is investing in the ones that we currently have so the ones that we have just continue to attract more customers attract more goods and a lot of them are running out of space and we're just looking to to find new space to move them to so we can continue to grow the operations our store in st Catharines and our store in elmira ontario are both ones that um are busting at the steams and we'd love to find some space but as you know in ontario right now real estate is just so unaffordable and uh, yeah we're just trying to invest in in the staff and the locations that we have to make them more efficient and uh, and grow them. We would like to speak to other partner folks like all of our stores start as a grassroots initiative. People getting together in a community, seeing the need and uh, having a willingness to get involved in social enterprise. Um, so we are certainly open to conversations with anyone in the province um, about starting new initiatives.
0: Okay. So I don't think a lot of people, including our listeners, would have heard of the Mennonite Central Committee, mm-hmm. but they've definitely heard of the thrift store,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's what makes makes a big difference for uh, for our listeners to know where to uh, contribute.
1: Yeah, so MCC is uh, an international uh, charity. It started. Um, Uh, In Akron, Pennsylvania, we do have both the U.S. and Canadian um, offices uh, working at program and helping uh, facilitate international program as well as local programming in a variety of areas. But our our three main areas of focus are peace, development, and relief. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I could talk for the rest of our time together just about what that charity does. But mcc.org is a website where... um, Listeners could get more information about what it is that we do, and especially in the geographic areas they're located for our local programming.
0: So, uh, there isn't a thrift store website?
1: Uh, we do have a MCC Thrift website, um, and it does list all of our locations. You can use GeoTracker to find uh, a thrift store in North America. So, um, and it, it talks about the items that we accept and how people can go about donating. Yes, so there's
0: a charity website and a thrift website
1: as well. Okay, what's that website? Uh, mccthrift.com will get you um, will get you links to as close to your home as you <laughs> would like. Oh, that's if excellent. you want a specific store in your town or just broader thrift information. That's
0: excellent. Okay, so for your Ontario organization, is mm-hmm. there a separate website?
1: um thrift.mcc.org will get you um to like i said the specific like every store has their own website as well so that's probably a great place for people to start
0: okay that's terrific so in terms of the uh, the one in stovall mm-hmm. what, what is their address their website
1: oh, it's on ringwood drive um
0: no, no. What's what's the address oh, of their website? The
1: URL for their for their yes. shop. Um, you're catching me with some good questions. <laughs> Again, I think um, thrift.mcc.org okay. will will point you there.
0: Okay, that's great. So, well, you're doing great work. You're passionate about what you're doing, and you're having fun doing it. <laughs> that's the important thing
1: exactly
0: so thank you for joining me this morning
1: thank you for having me